Welcome to Create Shift with me, Ellen Franklin Carr. I am a holistic and trauma-sensitive coach for creatives and artists. And on this podcast, we have conversations at the intersection of creative and artistic practice, holistic well-being, and entrepreneurship. I believe in artists making heart-led work that feels true to them. And I believe that this kind of work has the power to create positive change in individuals and society. But I believe that can only happen when those who make the creative work are nourished, supported and able to thrive. Thank you for being here. If you are new here, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you so very much for coming back. I hope that you enjoy this episode. And as always, stay curious, stay inspired and stay connected. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Create Shift. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you that my trauma-sensitive theatre and performance-making course is now available to sign up to be part of. This is a wonderful course for anyone who wants to make their trauma, uh, (laughs) make their theatre and performance-making spaces more accessible and more supportive of the well-being of everybody by considering trauma. Because, let me tell you, it is one of the most important and yet often missed things that we need to consider. So, if you are a theatre and performance maker, I keep wanting to say trauma instead of theatre now, both beginning with a T. If you are a theatre and performance maker who wants to have accessible spaces that are supportive of well-being, accessible practices that are supportive of well-being then you need to have a look at this course. Please check out the link in the show notes below. That will take you to the page that gives you all the info about the course, tells you about what it covers, what you get, um, it gives you all the dates, and of course gives you that magic button to sign up. You can sign up to pay in full or you can pay in monthly instalments. So you can join us when the course starts. You will get access to the course from the 18th of March and then our weekly calls start the week after. And they go on for four weeks. And then guess what? You don't lose access to the course once it's finished. You have ongoing access to the course platform, including any updates that I do to the course. You also get access to a supportive community, not only during the course, which is amazing because learning together and asking the questions together and exploring this topic together is so important and so much richer than doing it on our own can be. But you also get access to a community afterwards. So I'm going to be doing calls a few times a year, open to anyone who's been part of the course to come together and share our practice, share our questions, share our experience, so we can continue supporting each other, learning from each other and growing together. All the info is in the link in the show notes and on my website, ellenfranklincar.com. One final thing before we go on with today's episode, I have spaces for four more one-to-one clients for a longer term coaching package. So that lasts three or six months, depending on how frequently you want sessions. I've got space for four more of those wonderful clients at the moment. If you want to really dive deep into your practice, into your work, into shifts that you want to make in how you work or what you work on or how your practice can support your well-being, or likely all of those things, then I would love to hear from you. Please book a free 20-minute curiosity call where we can get to know each other a little bit and find out if we'd be a good fit. And you can find out more and book a call through the link that I'll pop in the show notes or, of course, just visit my website, as I said, ellenfranklincar.com. Let me know if you've got any questions and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. So now on with the episode. 
All right, let's talk about something a little bit magic today. I'm talking about flow state. You are probably familiar with the flow state as a creative, as an artist. You have probably experienced this state that has become known as the flow state when you're in your creative practice. And this state is when we kind of feel like we're we're not quite in control. That there's something else spiriting us along guiding us along the inspiration is flowing we're following the ideas we didn't think we were going to do this thing it's not like we came with this plan and then we follow the plan step by step it's that we step into the practice we flow with what comes up and then something unfolds and this state can be one where we kind of lose track of time and all of these different things so that particular part of flow state is not specifically what I wanted to talk about today, but I do want to talk about this idea of being in your own flow. And so it's kind of a concept of extending this flow state really out of that like, you know, deep creative practice where we're really communing with our muses, etc. And and taking that into more everyday life or more other aspects of our work so even the aspects of our our creative work our creative business our artistic practice whatever it is that we might see as more mundane more um admin based or um whatever it is or even when we come to think of planning our our life our work our kind of goals for the season the year all of those sorts of things So I want to talk about being in your own flow. And let me tell you when that happens, it is a magical, magical thing. And the things that come from it can just seem like honestly pure magic. And it's something that has been coming up with clients recently and something that I've been reminding myself of, the power of trusting my own flow and my own rhythm and the reason I was inspired to do this episode today was a kind of feeling I had around um, this reminder of what happens when I trust the flow of nature and the energy of the seasons. And when I allow myself to be with that, move with that, work with that energy, rest with that energy and what happens when I do that. So today, the day I'm recording is the 30th of January, so we're really approaching the end of the month, and we're approaching Imbolc, which is the point on the pagan wheel of year that's the 1st to the 2nd of February, that's in the Northern Hemisphere, and it's when we start to herald the arrival of spring. It's when we can see snowdrops appearing out of the ground, the first kind of signs that winter is thawing, and the warmth is on the way, and the flowers, the blooms, the blossoms are on the way. We are now out of the darkest part of the year. It's official. I saw a graph shared online the other day. Um, But this graph showed how, you know, the descent into darkness towards the winter solstice and then the climb out. And we are now out of that darkest period. So we really are moving towards the light. And I really have noticed in myself today a very, very clear, a very marked shift in my energy. I feel lighter. I feel like I have more ideas, way more ideas than I've had the whole of January so far. You know, I've I've been 
really stuck sometimes in the place of feeling like, ah, I've got no ideas, nothing's coming, I'm feeling so sluggish and slow. And then suddenly everything's just lifted and I feel more enthusiasm for my work, more desire to dive into it, more energy around it, more wanting to make things, put stuff out there, get stuff done, whilst obviously still having that um, edge of winter, you know, I'm not completely full out into things like I might be in the spring, but I've definitely noticed that shift. And um, I think clients of mine have noticed that as well, kind of definitely comparing our conversation from earlier in the month to now they've got more things flowing more ideas flowing and it's really because uh where possible we've allowed ourselves to be with the darkness of january to rest to be with the slowness now i say where possible because it's really challenging to do that and i have experienced that challenge myself and i've experienced it you know through the years it's um it's difficult to shift from the flow that society gives us which is just a relentless push really it's not a flow is it it's a relentless push into following the flow going with the flow of the rhythms of nature going with our own flow etc so conversations I've had with myself you know my inner dialogue has really there's been a battle between the it's fine it's January rest this is what the was happening in nature this is what I want to do I want to feel into this slower pace and then what seeing what's happening in you know other people around me like getting back onto things making goals plans pushing forward doing all the things comparison etc etc And conversations with clients of a similar thing, you know, I want to rest, I know the rest is important, um, but it feels so hard, there's these deadlines for things, do I push and go for it, or do I listen to my intuition that's saying don't push it, just, you know, hold off, and all of these things, and, and really noticing that conflict, but also what I've really noticed is the, yeah, the complete magical moments that happen when we we do trust ourselves we do trust what our intuition is saying we do trust the what the trees are saying and they're saying we're quiet it's it's january we're still rest surrender to the darkness be be with that that quiet energy that gathering energy that reflective energy and trust that things will come in their right time. Trust it. Just trust it. And yeah, what I've noticed that magic in myself of today, just that complete shift of like, oh, here's all these ideas. Suddenly things that I couldn't form in a um, you know, coherent, clear sentence are coming together and I'm starting to get these what they might be my goals or intentions for the year the things I want to bring into being they're just there the words are there and that's not to say I've not been reflecting on all of that stuff but it's there and you know if only at those moments in the in the month I could have gone to myself and and said as this version of myself now it's going to be fine you're going to get these ideas they're going to come through or if my clients who now are finding ideas for parts of their work they were stuck on or applications they're wanting to write are just kind of falling into place you know if they could have gone back and told themselves as this version of themselves 
honestly trust that you need to rest trust that you want to go walking trust that you want to spend lots of time moving your body in gentle yoga trust that these things are going to come to you meditate do the things you're feeling to do and just trust that that's that these things will arrive and then when they arrive it is really like they've just been presented to you and you can just write all this stuff down and there it is when you could have spent hours sat at a computer trying to make something happen trying to push so the reason I wanted to record this today was really to remind us all and encourage us all and inspire us all to trust in our own flow and our own rhythms and to trust that going against that constant pushing of society will work it will yield the results that are meant to be ours it will yield those ideas that are meant to be the ones for us to pursue and I wanted to remind us that it's not easy to do that and that offer us the suggestion of perhaps gathering evidence of when this trusting in our rhythm and trusting in going with this different flow works so if we've had that experience of um feeling like we don't want to sit and write down things we're going to go for a walk and allow ideas to percolate and we have been thinking about for example that funding application and we don't know if we're going to do it or not we don't want to push it Um, but we're going to see if we go for this walk what comes into place or we're just going to trust that the ideas will come if they're meant to come and if that has worked for us before then somehow recording that recording the evidence that that has worked for us I am for well last year was the first year I did this and so I'm doing it again this year is I got um, a blank notebook instead of a um like planner for the year because I found that planners really weren't working for me I would start them and not finish them I didn't like kind of following other people's rules about what I needed to write about and things um so I got this blank thing and and what I did was use that as my journal for my kind of cycles journal so I would do tarot meditation journaling uh around all of the points of the wheel of the year I would do it around my own menstrual cycle and around the lunar cycle and kind of reflecting on the seasons and that sort of thing and that becomes a really lovely thing to look back at the following year so in January like this January I looked back at last year's and I actually could see last January I was feeling really at odds with that darkness and the slowness and really feeling down on myself and my business and my work and what was going on and you know that I didn't have loads of things in place and all of this stuff and then boom when it was in bulk I got this inspiration I remember it I remember doing my in bulk rituals and I remember these kind of seeds emerging for the things I wanted to plant and nurture for the year and then they were on my whiteboard guiding my whole year and they came not through pushing but through allowing now I did use that as evidence to remind myself this year that's what happens but I still had some challenge this year of feeling you know that comparison with people who seem to be doing loads of stuff and um feeling like I had to go with that pushing energy of January and and um yeah but I would say I felt I have felt 
on the whole better about it than last year and so bit by bit I'm building up that evidence that it works until eventually one year I'll just fully have the trust that going with that darkness is fine I know it works out I know it's the way to go with that natural flow and I don't worry about it and if I do start to worry I look back at my bank of evidence and that supports me with this new belief and that's what we're doing really is building a new belief that when we go with our own flow and trust our intuition and trust the flow of nature and the different rhythms that are completely counter to what our society tells us that things work out well that things work out well for our work or for our well-being or for our lives in general that things work when we do that and they work best when we do that and it feels better so I would really encourage you to start to notice if you haven't kind of noticed already or to reflect back on when you have listened to your own kind of flow and your own intuition, your own needs and your own rhythm and when that has worked out. So when are the times where you've been needing to work on something but you've resisted the pushing and you've gone to do the yoga class or you've gone swimming or you've gone to a dance class or to choir or you've gone walking or you've gone to bed early or you've gone and watched a new film or you've dived into a book you've been curious to read for ages and then at some point not necessarily straight away but at some point the knowledge you needed the clarity you needed the words you needed around the thing you were working on they just kind of come they just come And of course, there's a balance between this. Of course, we sometimes need the pushing. Can't be in that flow all the time because there are things like deadlines and other people's time to honour commitments and things like that. There is a time for pushing. But can we allow more of that flow into more of our lives? And can we see what that does? Can we be curious about it? Can we be curious about what happens? Can we pay attention and build up that evidence? Because when we build the evidence, it's like reinforcing, you know, a um, a path that we're making. So say the path that we're making is the new belief, which it is. It's a new neural pathway in the brain. So say that the path we're making is this new belief. So we've had the old belief, which is maybe one we've learned from people around us, from society. We realise that's maybe not serving us. We want to try something different we're going with this new belief at the beginning it's just going to be like a little mark out of the path let's say you're making a path I don't know in a forest for example a walkway well at the start you're just going to be marking out where the path's going to go you're not going to start laying the well, what you're making it of let's say you're making it out of um like pieces of bark or something stone I don't know you're not going to start laying that stuff until you know where the path is going so first of all you start you mark it out so that's the really initial this is a new belief I'm going to try and then you will start to lay the stuff down that are going to it's going to reinforce that path and make it clearer and that's what the evidence can do for us it can help reinforce that new belief because we're building up the evidence that it works that trusting our own rhythm and our own flow works so I really encourage you to do that to start paying attention start gathering your evidence 
start getting curious, be prepared to be surprised and amazed and delighted by what happens when you allow more of your own flow into more of your day. Yeah, not just that hour that you've dedicated for your painting time or 15 minutes that you've given for writing or your five minute dance practice. Yes, we can find flow in that state because we give ourselves permission for anything to happen, maybe for for us to follow our inspiration. But then we feel like in the rest of our lives or our activities, we have to be more responsible and serious or like whatever words we want to use. And we have to follow a rigid timeline. Um, I don't know why my voice is doing that when I say that, but it feels appropriate. It feels like a this is a proper way to do things kind of voice. Um, <laughs> and what if what if we just said, OK, Sometimes, yeah, that, sometimes I need that. But what if I invite more flow in? What would happen? How would that feel? What magic might unfold? So I'd love for you to experiment with that and let me know what happens. Let me know how your experiments go or what evidence you gather. And let's keep exploring this together and let's keep inspiring each other to come back to our own flow, our own rhythms, the rhythms of nature. Let's remind ourselves again and again and again that we can do that that it works, that we don't have to go with the constant push. And yeah, let's share what delights come up for us and unfold as we do that. So thanks for listening, and I'll be back again soon with another episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Create Shift. I hope you found it supportive, encouraging and inspiring. If you did, I would love it if you could take a moment to rate and review the episode and the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to the show and you are able to review it. Please share it, share it with your creative community, your network, anybody you think uh, who might benefit from listening to the show, enjoy it, find it supportive, share it on your social media, share it on your email list, share it with people you actually see in person, um, all the ways, anything you can do to help spread the word about the podcast, helps people to find my work and is a really easy, simple, free way that you can support me and my work and it doesn't take very long and it feels really good. So what's to lose? Until next time, have a great day, have a great evening, support yourself in whatever ways you need and I will connect with you again soon.